Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to DollarCollapse.com with John Rabino, your ringside seat for the global financial crisis. Hi, everybody. It is Monday, February 22nd, and 2016 is already one-sixth over. Amazing. And as usual, lots of interesting stories out there to talk about. The biggest one in the financial markets right now is that the oil price is up 6 or 7%, depending on the uh, the index that you use. And that's because a projection came out today that shows U.S. shale oil production falling over the next couple of years, which theoretically might ease some of the supply problems that have been pushing the price of oil down lately. But that probably in and of itself won't do it because OPEC countries are continuing to increase their production, especially Iraq and Iran, who um, for various reasons are ramping up their production. And so it's unlikely that the oil flowing out of OPEC in the next couple of years will diminish at all. Uh, meanwhile, demand is falling worldwide as the global economy tips into recession or at least slows down. And U.S. oil inventories are at record levels with storage capacity tightening. And it's not clear where we put the extra oil that we're going to produce over the coming year, no matter what happens in, um, you know, in the U.S. shale patch. So I think there's a good chance that oil either remains at the current level or supplies continue to overwhelm demand for another year and we get one more serious crack in the price. We could easily see 25 or lower dollars per barrel in the year ahead. And so that means the problems associated with all those junk bonds that have been taken on and the bank debt that's associated with the the energy complex aren't going away for a while. And we'll continue to see big write downs in bank energy related assets and defaults in energy related junk bonds and some bankruptcies that are fairly high profile in the oil patch. So anyhow, a story with legs. We'll talk more about it later. Another interesting thing that's going on is the response of individuals and businesses to negative interest rates. We now have about $7 trillion of bonds trading in the world that charge you rather than pay you when you own them. And a lot of bank accounts are at zero or even a little less than zero out there, meaning you got to pay to put money in the bank. Well, people are responding just as you'd expect to that change in the financial environment. For instance, in Japan, it was just announced that home safe sales are surging. In other words, people are buying safes in which to store all the cash that they're pulling out of the bank, especially in Japan, where interest rates just went negative in the last couple of months. Uh, Meanwhile, demand for high denomination euro and dollar notes is surging worldwide, which is a completely rational response to negative interest rates. People don't want to store money in a bank if they have to pay for that privilege, and they don't want to buy bonds that lead to their capital diminishing over time. So it's simpler and in the end cheaper just to get a safe and put your cash there. So we're we're seeing that happen worldwide. Now, this is playing out according to the basic war on cash script, 
which is interest rates going negative, people responding by pulling their money out of banks, and then governments responding to that with various kinds of attempts to make cash really inconvenient to use or flat out illegal. And so that's going to be the story of the coming year uh, with governments doing more and more to make cash less and less viable. And we're seeing calls right now for the elimination of high denomination bills. For instance, 500 euros and $100 are targeted now by various economists and government agencies. And to the extent that the current trend continues of people pulling money out of banks and and putting it elsewhere, we'll see the calls for capital controls and the flat out elimination of a lot of different kinds of cash increase in the year ahead. And a lot of it will be put into practice. So what happens then is kind of uncharted territory, but we will see it play out within a year, I think, because it's really accelerating. Now, something that's tangentially related to the negative interest rate war on cash story is the movement within Great Britain to withdraw from the European Union. Now, Britain isn't part of the Eurozone. They, they have their own currency, pound sterling, but they are subject to a lot of European Union rules, one of which states that once an immigrant has arrived on the shores of a European Union country, that person is allowed to travel to the other European Union countries without any undue restrictions. And once they're there in a given country, they have access to all the government benefits that anyone else in the EU has access to. So Britain is worried that the current wave of refugees from the Middle East wars are going to arrive in Greece, wander across the continent, cross the English Channel, and then end up in Britain and disrupt the country in various ways. Because, you know, under EU rules, it could be a thousand people showing up or it could be a million. And Britain has to let either group in and basically give them all the benefits that a, a British citizen um, has available to them. And, and so they're worried that that's going to be destabilizing and, and with good reason. And so the, uh, the movement to withdraw from the European Union, which started as this little fringe campaign by just a few people who really wanted to make noise, has gone mainstream. And over the weekend, Boris Johnson, the very popular mayor of London, came out in favor of leaving the European Union. Now, this caused the British pound to plunge, understandably, and is setting up a really tight, very contentious election in June when when they've called a referendum on this issue. And right now, it's, uh, it's kind of a dead heat. It's completely possible that Great Britain will withdraw from the European Union, or at least the the electorate will vote to withdraw from the European Union this year. Now, one of the interesting things about this is that gold is responding exactly as you would expect it to respond in this kind of um, potential crisis, you know, or at least potential turmoil. It's going up in British pounds. It was 700 pounds for an ounce of gold three months ago, And now it takes 860 pounds to buy an ounce of gold. That is, the price of gold in pounds is rising strongly. And that's how gold behaves in a currency crisis. People who are worried about the existing financial structures tend to move out of the existing financial structures and into things like high denomination currency or into gold and silver. So once again, we're seeing gold behave as it has behaved for the past 3,000 years as a safe haven from loss of faith in government and in fiat currencies. And again, that's a story with legs because 
we've got kind of rolling crises going on around the world right now. If it's not Britain in turmoil, it's the Eurozone. If it's not the Eurozone, it's Japan. And it goes on and on. And in each case, gold spikes along with uncertainty. So as uncertainty spreads around the world, gold should continue to rise. It's even rising in U.S. dollars right now. And again, it should continue to do that here, although what it does this year is anybody's guess. But over a longer time period, like five years or 10 years, I think we'll see gold do really well as the current systems start failing in an accelerated way. One other story that's interesting is what's happening in the tech sector right now, because technology has been one of the pillars of the U.S. stock market over the past few years. And as other sectors like retailing and energy and various kinds of commodities have fallen by the wayside, the money that's been freed up by those sectors tanking has been flowing into technology. So tech has has held its own until very recently when the big tech stocks have started to roll over. And that is now being felt in the unicorn section of the tech market. And unicorns, that's the nickname for tech startups that have yet to go public and in some cases have yet to generate a dollar of revenue and certainly no profits, but that are still valued at over a billion dollars by their venture capital investors. Now, there were a ton of those things out there in 2014 and 2015. And, you know, a lot of commentators considered that to be crazy. In other words, these valuations were really unjustifiable, yet there they were. And now they're starting to roll over. The number of tech IPOs, in other words, of unicorns going public, fell to zero in January. In other words, not a single tech company went public in the previous month. And you're seeing down rounds all over the place. In in other words, new financing rounds that value um, a given tech startup at less than the previous round valued it. And that's considered a really bad thing in venture capital circles. You want the company to become more valuable over time, not less. So now a lot of these guys are having to cut way back and fire people and close office space. And they're resorting to, in some cases, borrowing money instead of issuing new equity. They're actually having to go to banks and borrow money and then pay interest on that money. That's not the way tech startups like to operate, but it's in some cases the only alternative for these guys. So what does this mean? That This means that, first of all, Bay Area real estate, which is in absolute bubble levels, you know, San Francisco home prices have vastly exceeded the ability to pay for most locals and just kept on going in large part because so much outside money was flowing into the tech sector. Well, that's reversing now. So Bay Area real estate is now going to be dependent just on Chinese capital flight. In other words, a lot of Chinese people who are worried about what's happening in their country are taking their yuan, converting it into dollars or Canadian dollars and buying Vancouver or San Francisco real estate. Well, That's the last pillar of that market. And it's not clear that it's sufficient to maintain prices at the current level. So we could see a housing downturn or flat out housing crash in the Bay Area in the next couple of years if the tech bubble continues to deflate. And that will lead to more bank turmoil because already the banks are in bad shape because of all their bad energy loans. You know, a lot of the big banks are on the hook for large amounts of money to the shale oil companies that are now going going bust at an accelerating rate. And so they're going to have to write off big chunks of their energy-related loan portfolios in the year ahead. Well, now if trophy real estate follows the energy sector down, then a lot of banks are going to see a lot of uh, mortgage-related issues in the year ahead. 
So once again, the number of things that could go wrong, that are beginning to go wrong, is very high. And in the year ahead, we'll see a lot of these things blow up. So on that happy note, that's all for this week. And I will talk to you next Monday. Thanks for listening to Dollar Collapse. For regular info and updates throughout the day, go to dollarcollapse.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.